Greetings, my name is Leroy Larry and welcome. Natural physics will explain in down-to-earth scenarios how the principles of physics could have come about from observing nature. Each episode begins with a scenario followed by an example to illustrate the application of these principles in futuristic research at the frontiers of science, such as my astrophysics research, and then concludes with an exploration of how these same principles could have very well been used by ancient cultures and civilizations. Mathematics is naturally encountered and incorporated as the exciting and fun tool of science that it is. Science is the window into our amazing world of nature and mathematics is the tool to open that window. Natural physics encompasses current, futuristic and ancient physics and ties them together by the principles of physics that are common threads running throughout each. Greetings. I'm Leroy Larry and welcome to Natural Physics, live from Costa Rica. Wow, when we first came on, I had that look. <laughs> okay, are we actually going to make it this time? We've had technical difficulties. And actually, podcasting is kind of like television was back in the late 40s. I mean, it's new. Things are being ironed out. It's just very cool. It really, I feel like I was back in the 40s, right, when television started to come about and people were saying, hey, have you heard about this deal called television? Podcasting is very new, very new. And I could be wrong, but I believe it's fairly new to Costa Rica. So it is, and you know, I want to use this word, it is a burgeoning field. I think not only internationally, but especially here in Costa Rica. Okay, before we begin, I would like to thank Mindy and Dr. Joseph Lebovic for graciously sponsoring this episode of Natural Physics. I am so happy, honored, and proud to have them as our very, very first sponsors. All right. Okay. All right. Now, where we're going to begin, there's a free online program called Stellarium that you can download to your laptop, your desktop, your cell phone, Windows, Mac. Uh, it's, it's an open source is what it's called, and it's free, totally free. And you can basically put a planetarium at your fingertips. So using that... I'm going to demonstrate what I talked about when I said about the lunar nodes, which in summary, <clears throat> excuse me, in summary, ancient civilizations, whether the Barukas, uh, the Sumerians, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Chaldeans, the Hittites, the Egyptians, um, the Mayan, the Aztec, no matter the Chinese, no matter the ancient culture, it seems that everybody started out checking out the moon. Very, very logical, right? <laughs> Seriously logical. And they all got very, very expert at keeping track of the movements of the moon across the night sky. And following that was the sun. But um, so the lunar nodes are the points where basically the moon crosses the path of the sun. And there's two of them. Because the moon orbits the earth at an angle of about five degrees, it's gonna cross the orbit of the sun twice, going up and coming down. And I had said this earlier, but nothing beats a picture, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty pictures <laughs> to demonstrate what you're saying. So we're gonna use Stellarium to do that. And, and once again, in summary, if the two lunar nodes are known, basically the points on the Earth's orbit where the moon crosses, sorry, the points on the sun's orbit where the moon crosses its path. And when the moon, when the sun is close to one of those lunar nodes, if there's going to be a new moon 
very near that time when the sun is close to one of those lunar nodes, if there's going to be a new moon, then there's a very strong possibility there's, that there's going to be a solar eclipse. Because what does that mean? A new moon basically means that the moon is crossing uh, between the earth, between the sun and the earth, right? That's what a new moon is, basically. And if the sun is close to a node when there's going to be a full moon, then that basically means that there's a strong possibility that there's going to be a lunar eclipse. Because what is that? That's when the earth has passed between the sun and the moon. So let's go to, to a stellarium. It's very cool. You're going to see. And uh, let me demonstrate what this means. And, and to show you, it's very possible that all these ancient civilizations were able to keep track of the motions of the moon and the sun. I mean, it, it very much is. And the ingenuity of the human race. So I'm going to do a share screen. And, uh, and we're going to go to, to Stellarium. Okay. All right. I'm going to click that. All right. Okay. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to go to here's the Stellarium website. Okay. Uh, you just type in Stellarium and as you can see, you can download if you have Mac or Windows. And there's a, a user's guide, which is, which is this. I mean, very 395 page user's guide, right? And okay, so I'm going to go to, uh, there's a particular chapter about equinoxes that I'm going to go to, and I'm going to read from that from a little bit so that you become, ah, gotcha. Hey, I said I was never going to do documents again on this show, if at all possible. <laughs> all right. So there's a user's guide, very informative, almost 400 pages. All right. So let's go back to this. You can download it. Now I've downloaded it. So let's bring up Stellarium on my website. And Ray, please let me know if you cannot see this. Okay. So I'm going to double click on it. Excellent. Don't we have such a cool way of letting us know when things are rolling okay? Huh? Hey, that rhymed. We have a cool way to let us know when things are rolling this way. Okay. Now, Stellarium has come up. Now, down here, you see that it says Santa Ana, Costa Rica. Well, I'm in Huachipilin, but that's cool. It's close enough. And you can actually input your exact location. And the scenery is from uh, a place in France. Uh, I believe the the developers of this open source software uh, are from France, special connection with France. But this is the countryside of France. And as you can see, we're looking in the south direction. So I want to show you how ancient peoples may have keeping track, may have kept track of the movement, the movements of the moon first. So we're going to go here. And then we go to, I'm telling you, this is so cool. Download it. You have a planetarium at your fingertips. Seriously. I first found out about Stellarium in 2010. I wasn't even in uh, Costa Rica yet. Okay, so you go to Ephemeris. Now let's do the moon first. So I'm going to select the moon. And all we want to do is for it to track the path of the moon across the sky. So I'm going to say calculate ephemeris. Okay. All right. So now what we're going to do, let's swivel around to the east because, oh, see, there's the line there. Now let's go down here and we're going to speed up time a little bit so we can, we can see this before not sitting around too long. So about four clicks usually does it. And just see that now. That was too fast. Okay, so let me stop it. Go back to where we were. Three clicks, okay? One, two, three. Be patient. It's going to show the rising of the moon. 
along the east horizon and you see the time how it sped up uh it's already saying that we're about oh see there goes the moon up isn't that tight i mean right so let's just let it roll okay so the moon is going up right all right and you see the different oh you can you can set this to show constellations comets asteroids planets gal um deep space objects okay so let's swivel around to the west because it's probably that's where the moon is gonna set so we saw where the moon rose let's see if we can see where the moon sets okay all right and again just imagine millennia ago okay okay oh gotta go over okay did i miss the moon coming down i hope i didn't I hope I didn't miss it. I don't think I did, though. Um, let's just keep seeing. It should come into the picture any minute. Isn't this cool how it even shows how the, the orbit of the moon with its five-degree angle, how it, it changes along the horizon? And I have no doubt that ancient peoples, no matter the culture, the continent, okay, there goes the sun. Okay, there goes the sun coming down. Not too far apart, huh? The sun, where the sun hits the horizon, there's Venus, and where the moon, I may have missed it. I thought I didn't, but okay, you get the point though, huh? There's no reason why ancient cultures and civilizations were not able to keep track of where on, not only where on the horizon that the moon set every night for however many years oh there goes the moon i didn't miss it okay so there we are looking west and we see where the moon sits okay so now let's do this you saw a little bit of it before but now let's 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 select the, the sun so let's go down to the sun we're going to say calculate the ephemeris okay Okay, so let's swing around to the east and watch the sun come up. And remember, this scenery is in France, but it's cool. So let's, uh, okay, now that was too fast. Okay, let's go back. Notice how it says when you click this, you go back to the current date and time. And now we're just going to speed it up one, two, three clicks. Be patient. Let's just watch the, the sun come up to, again, illustrate how, okay, now, hey, there, there's the moon, right, that came up, right? There was a definite position. Where was it? About right there. Okay, so we're waiting for the sun to come up, okay? So my cursor is about where the moon came up. I know y'all get my point looking to the east and the west all cultures around the earth were very adept at keeping track of where the moon first and then the sun later came up on the horizon the path of both celestial bodies across the sky and where they intersected and somebody at some point in all those cultures here comes the sun here come oops here comes the sun, da 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 da. It's all right, da 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 da. da. <laughs> okay, so there was the sun that came up. All right, let's go back down. My apologies to the Beatles for maybe totally jacking their song up. Okay, all right, so, all right, so again, everybody, uh, check out Stellarium. So there we have, you can see from Stellarium <laughs> how you can keep track of where both celestial bodies come up and go down on the horizon. You can track the paths of both the moon and the sun of each cross. And you get your lunar nodes. I'm sure that they didn't call it that. They may have it out. And somebody somewhere along the line happens to notice 
that whenever this happens, there seems to be a solar. If the sun is close to one of those points where the path of the sun and the path of the moon cross, somebody happened to notice that uh, if the sun was close by, there'd be a, a, a solar or a lunar eclipse, depending upon if it was going to be a new moon or a full moon. Again, going through data, crunching data in prehistoric times, right? Seriously, just like Kepler did with Taco Bra's volume, voluminous uh, books of data of astronomical observations, and he went through that data, found a pattern, fit it to a mathematical equation. I mean, unreal, huh? So again, with these ancient cultures, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what somebody did millennia ago to establish these ancient cultures' ability to predict lunar and solar eclipses. Unbelievable, huh? How the human race has been able to do that. Now, I don't want to discount the theories about us having been contacted back in the day by ancient civilization, uh, uh, extraterrestrials. That would be so awesome. But never, never rule out the ingenuity of the human race. Seriously. Okay, so I'm going to close Stellarium now, everybody. And it's a great, again, it's a planetarium at your fingertips. And actually, this uh, scenery of, of France, you can actually go in there and put it to any location you want. I mean, for example, we could, we could put the location to be in the Baduka village, right? As long as you have the coordinates, which is why when uh, Mariella read those latitude and longitudes in the uh, documentation, that we would plug those in. And then we would be viewing the sky from the archeological sites in the Dikey Delta. And not only that, everybody, you saw how I could speed up time and whatnot. You can actually go back into time. I could put the time in the, to a Stellarium to be 2000 BCE, before Common Era. Remember, we don't do BC, we do BCE, before Common Era. And also we don't do AD, we do uh, A, uh, A-C-E, after Common Era, okay? They're pretty much the same, but one's more scientific than the other. So yeah, we could punch in 2000 BCE, and Stellarium would take us back to 2000, 2000 BCE, the way the night sky looked, the orbits of the planets, the constellations. Can you believe that? So check it out. I mean, it is just so cool. Okay, so I'm going to close out Stellarium. Okay. And again, um, they have the user guide. Very informative. Okay. All right. Okay, so now you have, I hope you have a good idea of what I was talking about when I said the lunar nodes, right? It simply means where the paths of the sun and the moon cross and the ability to know when the sun is going to be close to either one of those two nodes and then to know if it's going to be a full moon or a new moon. Okay. All right. Now, everybody, that brings me to my next uh, point. I believe that we have completely gotten as far as we can get in terms of the spheres. Um, we started out with me doing the uh, physics mathematical equations to get an idea of how much the sphere located on the campus of the University of Costa Rica might weigh, right? We came up with 10 tons. We, we talked about different ways <clears throat> that that could be moved. Oh, by the way, everybody, again, there's nothing you can't find on the internet. Okay, right here, where is it? I was curious about Right now, who would be considered the strongest person in the world? So I Googled it. And interesting enough, it's an actor that, that plays in this uh, program called Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. I've seen advertisements about it, but it seems like it's slamming. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it looks really good. 
and I think it's gotten a lot of awards. So this dude is in that show, and he deadlifted 501 kilograms, which equates to 1,104 pounds. So you figure it would take 20 of this person to deadlift our 10-ton sphere. 20! 20! Okay, just visualize 20 people standing around our sphere on the campus of the University of Costa Rica. Where would you apply the force? Okay, where? How would you distribute the force? So we still have a lot to talk about in that area. But again, just, just wanted to uh, tell you about that. 20 of the world's strongest person to deadlift our 10-ton sphere. Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, again, I think that we have done what we can concerning the spheres. I mean, I tell you, everybody, we found out that there's not a, there's not a whole lot of literature written on them, right? I mean, I feel like I'm back in the 1930s, right? when archaeologists were discovering all kind of new uh, new sites, right? I really do. There's not a lot known about this. And the fact that these spheres sit right in the midst of current day Costa Rica, almost like fixtures that you don't even notice, the fact that you have that ancient culture so ingrained in the modern everyday life of Costa Ricans, and they just go unnoticed. I really feel like we have a chance at discovering something that nobody else has. We've looked at the authority paper on the spheres. We've looked at other documentation that was out there. Okay, so the only thing left to do is to go to the source. The only thing left for us to do is go to the Baduka. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop sharing screen right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So the only thing everybody left to do is go to the source, to the Baduka. That is the only thing left to do. All right. Now. That being said, after this episode, we're going to take a two-month hiatus. And you know I want to use that word. <laughs> we're going to take a two-month hiatus, kind of reminiscent of uh, summer reruns, right, that the, the TV shows back in the day did, right? Yeah. But what we're going to be doing during these two months is we're going to be putting together our package because, oh, hey, baby. Hi, honey. From Mariella Bonilla to Tirza. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, I'll, I'll take a little. Okay. This happens to be uh, my wife and I's third year anniversary of being married. Yeah. Okay. And her name is Tirza, T-I-R-Z-A, Gibe, G-E-I-B. It'll pop up there in a minute. But, uh, and everybody, we've actually been together 12 years, 12 plus, okay? Uh, and, and isn't it cool that we've actually lived in Costa Rica for eight years, so we've actually been together long, double the time in Costa Rica that we were in the United States. Huh? What an adventure. What a what a life adventure. What adventure. Oh wow. Yes, baby. Yes. And uh, how's everything going? Everybody, uh my wife is in LA. She's a radiologist. Uh she does uh um, baby. Uh, I'm not a radiologist. Okay. I'm a radiologist technologist. I'm a man. <laughs> okay. I stand corrected. Dr. Lobovic right. is a radiologist. I got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, very cool. How's your day going? 
It's going awesome, my husband. How is your day going? Oh, it's going great. I was just telling everybody how uh, we had made the decision to uh, take a um, a two-month hiatus uh, after this episode, uh, and I was just about to tell them how we're going to approach the Badukas because at where we're at, mm-hmm. this is the only logical thing left to do is to go to the source. We've looked at the documentation, both past and current. I've done my physics and math thing on the spheres. Uh, we've we found out how mysterious the Baduka culture itself is in addition to the spheres. So the only thing to do now is to take a break. It's summertime. Everybody's chilling out in the summer. And 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 we're gonna. So everybody, here's what I was gonna say. Uh so fall equinox is September the 22nd, Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Fall equinox. Remember how important. The equinoxes seem to be in the documentation that Mariella read from the authority document documentation on the spheres. All right. So this is what we're going to do, everybody. September 22nd here, I'm going to I'm going to do a share screen here. OK, because I want I'm going to take everybody through this. OK. So what we're going to do, everybody, hey. is on, sept- on September 22nd, now let me just go back. Okay, I typed in Barucas. Where are they located at? And what came up was this. So if you, if you select Punta Neres province, that takes you to this, okay? So Punta Neta's province okay. is where the village is where the village of can you see this okay, babe? I can, but you know what, honey, I gotta get back to work. Okay. Oh, you know what? Um, I want to play our video. Okay, everybody, let's take a side turn. Did you notice what I was let wearing? Me, of course. Of course. So let me uh Ray, uh could you please I'm going to stop sharing. Ray, if you would, could you please pull up my video of, uh, it's called a wedding stair, stairwell, stairwell. And everybody, this is from our wedding day. We had already, we had, we had done the ceremony here at home. And I wanted to take the opportunity to do an old fashioned carrying my new bride across the portal. So Ray, if you would please play that video scary yeah 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 <laughs> oh. oh my god oh my god <laughs> of a great show. Okay. Hi, Mariella. Bye, Ray. Bye, honey. I love you and happy anniversary. All right, silly. All right, bye. baby. Okay. Bye, baby. Bye, baby. Silly's my, everybody. Silly's my code word for telling her I love her. Okay. Yeah. Mushy, mushy, mushy. Bye, All right, silly. silly. Bye. Bye, baby. All right. Most excellent third year wedding anniversary. Wow. All right. Okay. So now let's see. Where was I at? Okay, so, all right. So again, the, oh, I think I probably do, I need to do a screen share. Okay, share screen. All right, here we go. Okay, so again, 
The Barucas are located in the Punta Neres province. And uh, there you see a map of Costa Rica, right? Where that territory is located. Now we're in the Central Valley where I'm located, but it's not that far as you're gonna see. Okay, so now if you hit the capital of the Punta Neres province is Punta Neres. So if you hit if you hit that, you get this. Okay, so this is the capital of the city. Uh, well, actually, I guess this is the capital of the area in which the Baruca village is located. Okay, it's on the coast. All right. Okay. Now, check this out, everybody. Now, this is where I'm located in Huachipilin de Escazú, San Jose, Huachipilin uh, de Escazú, Costa Rica. All right. It's only one hour and 24 minutes to drive from here to where the Barucas are on the coast. Only one hour and 24 minutes. I had no idea that they were, they were that close. And I think I know why. When I started getting into this, I was, I was, um, people talked about the Bribri, <clears throat> which is another indigenous peoples. And I, uh, they're located further away, I think. Think so, yeah. I'm very surprised to find out that the Baruca are this close by, and all we got to do is what head west, straight west. You see this right here, Freeway 27. I could walk to Freeway 27 from our house, from our home, in about uh, I'd say about maybe uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, this is a straight shoot. All right. So once we get there, plenty of accommodations, everybody. Check this out. Reasonable prices, too. There's a $35, $55, huh? However you want to roll. And check this out. Ponta Leona, that is where Tirza and I had our honeymoon. After we got married three years ago, uh, about a month later or so, we went to Ponta Leona. Beautiful beautiful lands. I mean, you got iguana walking around the place. It's amazing. Right on the ocean. Um, it, it's a resort, but it doesn't feel like a resort, right? Because this is Costa Rica, right? People don't really go about having all the airs and whatnot, right? Oh, I'm this, I'm that. Not really. So, uh, and they, they even actually have a day, I think, where everybody that lives in the neighborhood can roll into the resort hang out uh yeah seriously so reasonable prices my first experience with uh what's it called um um when everything is paid for food and drinks i can't believe i can't think of the name anyway that was my first you know they have them on excuse me on cruise ships and whatnot that was my first experience with that I can't believe I can't think of the name of that. Anyway, you really got to learn to pace yourself. I mean, with the food, because you, you want to take advantage of everything, right? You're paying for it. You want to catch every meal, <laughs> right? So anyway, uh, okay, so plenty of places to stay. All right, everybody, so this is it. September 22nd, here you see that uh, I guess I missed it. Okay. There we go. Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021 at 321 PM Eastern daylight time, which here in Costa Rica, we are two hours behind. So that would be 121 PM for us. And that'll be the time of the day when, uh, uh, when the, uh, the fall equinox occurs. Okay. Now, Sunrise, sunrise, if you scroll down, <coughs> excuse me, to September 22nd, sunrise is at 5.25 a.m. our time. So everybody, on the fall equinox, September 22nd, Wednesday, literally two months from tomorrow, today's the 21st of July, we will be coming to you live 
from one of the archaeological sites adjoining the Baduka village. We will have our equipment set up to watch sunrise with the spheres at 5.25 a.m., right? That's what it said, 5.25 a.m., okay? And later that day, we will have set up to have an audience, <laughs> excuse me, with the elders of the village. We will have an official interpreter, one who can speak uh, Baruchan and Spanish, and then Mariela will be able to provide us with Spanish to English. Speaking of Mariella, we have a video that she made. She's busy teaching right now. So let's get to that video. Uh, Greetings from Costa Rica. Welcome to Natural Physics. My name is Mariela Bonilla. Today is our 12th episode, the last one of this season. We've been talking about the spheres located in Costa Rica. We've been talking about history, science, nature, traditions. We've been talking about so many different topics. Thank you for being interested in my country, in Costa Rica. And for next season, we're gonna have so much more information and lots of surprises. Thank you so much and I hope to see you very soon. Bye. Thank you, Mariella. Wow, very cool, very cool. Okay, now, everybody um i want you to be able to contact us during these two months because we're going to be i mean you got to figure I'm, I'm sure we're going to get an audience with the elders of the baruka but we're going to make sure we're going to take our best possible effort to do that we're going to learn during these two months uh larry mariella was the lead in of learning about their culture uh so that when we speak to them we'll be knowledgeable about their culture so that we can approach them intelligently and we can talk to them about how important and unique their culture is, okay? That's what we're gonna do. And we're actually gonna arrive there uh, probably the weekend before, I'm thinking Friday, right? So Wednesday's the 22nd, Tuesday's the 21st, Monday the 20th, Sunday the 19th, Saturday the 18th, so the 17th probably. 17 yeah and get there get the lay of the land maybe hang out in the village you know just kind of get to know people <laughs> right before we step to the elders but they will know beforehand we will send them uh like a publicity a pr package right maybe some of it with some of our podcasts with subtitles in their language right to get across to them why we're coming why we're there and we will ask them everything everybody not only who when why and how but how do how do the baduka think the spheres were transported how do they think the spheres were formed okay what do they think what do they think that's what we want to know so if we can get if we can get with them and just get some little inklings into that, we have a total unknown enigma that, as I said before, has not been explored whatsoever when you talk about all the other archeological sites around the world. We have a true tre uh, treasure. <coughs> okay, so um, I just wanna make sure, I'm gonna share screen because I want to make sure that I, oh, I know what I want to do. Okay, yes, I'm glad, see, I'm glad I did. So during these two months that we are uh, doing all this of getting our information together, I want you to be able to contact us. So if you type in naturalphysics.com, the natural physics website comes up, okay? and if you scroll down to the bottom of this, there's information about my idea about natural physics. And hey, you'll see that episode 11, you could just hit play and it'll, uh, it'll play the podcast and you see the links to the, uh, to the podcast channels, okay? And 
uh, yeah, I'm gonna just take you on a little tour. Before that though, okay, see now this is our address. 254 Paseo Las Vadaneas, Escazú, Costa Rica. You could drop, eat, mail us. Uh, here's my, here's our email. NatLeroy at naturalphysics.com. Phone number, you can call or text. We're gonna get to the contact form in a minute. So consulting, if you go to the consulting tab, this just kind of, it just shows you some of the uh, activities I had uh, uh, with respect to uh, outreach internationally uh, in Nigeria. And uh, yeah, it is great. My research paper, this is the research I did uh, concerning uh, supernova remnants and the possibility that uh, cosmic rays may come from them. And here's our podcast channel. Okay. You can go on this. Look, there's all the episodes, right? <laughs> you can just click on them. Talk about summer reruns, right? Okay. Education. Now, teachers out there, there's resource materials here that you can go to. For example, links to workshop presentations. These are the links to the presentations that I gave in uh, Nigeria in 2016 about outer space. Where is outer space? How do we view outer space from the earth? How do we get to outer space? What's in outer space? And how does the environment, the environment of outer space differ from earth? And there's other resource materials. Please feel free to use those, okay? Seriously, okay. Uh, all right, and then there's other, it, my plant, my uh, uh, presentations at the planetarium here in San Jose, in San Jose, Costa Rica. Okay, so yeah, resource materials. Please use them. Anybody, not just teachers. Entertainment. Uh, this basically is the trailer, the pilot that Ray and I made back in 2017. He came down here to Costa Rica, hung out. We had a great time. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, check it out. You, you basically you'll see a lot of this is in the first episode, right? And then here we are about me, okay? Uh, my background, okay, and and whatnot. And uh, and this right here, this is really from my birth certificate, okay? Because people used to say, oh, you know, your name's not Leroy, it's Leroy. Okay, and I would say, no, it really is Leroy. It, and that was before I knew that it was French and that in France it would be pronounced Loire. But yeah, so that's kind of an inside joke there that, yeah, see, it really is spelled Leroy. It's on my birth certificate. Okay, okay, and now last but certainly not least, the contact page, everybody. Please use this form to contact me. And also... I don't know if you can do this, Ray, but can you put Mariella's, uh, at some point, put her email address up there too? But everybody, during these two months, see, this is where we're located. See, there's San Jose, and we're actually in a suburb of San Jose. Okay, so uh, please, questions, comments, I mean, yeah, okay, please, contact us. <laughs> Call us, text us, drop us an email, use this contact form. And don't forget, everybody, that you can go on Facebook. Why don't I just do that? If I click on Facebook, it brings up my Facebook page. All right. So I'm going to just show you this real quick. Podcast listeners, you know that any episode you want, you can go and play them again. Okay, everybody, if you go up here to videos in Facebook, and let's just type in natural physics episode 11. Okay, there we go. It comes up. You can play it anytime. Wow, check that out. <laughs> it's showing that we're doing 12 right now. Okay. Same thing in YouTube, everybody. 
if you go, if you just go to YouTube, okay? All right, just go to YouTube. And, okay, I'm going to do a search. And I'm going to do natural. Natural, <laughs> natural physics. Look at that, episode 10. Just click on it. It comes up. So everybody, <laughs> during, these team, <clears throat> during these two months, you can go back and you can, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop sharing. I think I've shown everything that I wanted to share. Oh, let me show this real quick, everybody. Okay. So, as of last episode 11, check this out. Okay, I'm going to scroll down. This is so cool. Thanks to Ray for providing this. Okay, here we go. We have 14,259 downloads of podcasts. This doesn't include the views on live stream. Here's the locations. I'm going down the road. USA, Canada, United Kingdom, Germany, Hungary, Netherlands, Colombia, Spain, India, Singapore, Japan, France, Australia, Finland, United Arab Emirates, Taiwan, province of China, Italy, Baran, Czechoslovakia, and Hong Kong. All you podcast listeners, it, it has been this first season of Natural Physics. It has been a true honor to be able to talk with you and reach you in all your different locations. I mean, it's just unreal. That's when technology is cool, isn't it? Unbelievable. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So um, I believe I have covered everything that I wanted to cover on this, our 12th episode, the finale of our first season Obviously, I'm getting a kick out of saying first season and, you know, <laughs> Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Bruce just popped in an anniversary. Bruce Callow. Remember him from the third episode? Yes. His book about Costa Rica to the stars. Costa Rica's that have worked or are working at NASA. And his second book, Intrepids, about women. Uh, Costa Rican women at NASA. Bruce just asked why, this is awesome. See everybody, second season, we're gonna be doing this. Bruce just asked, why do people act weird during the full moon? Okay, all right. Now, of course, there's the gravitational pull of the moon on the earth, right? So there you have a force, a real legitimate force that exists in nature the gravitational force between the earth and the moon, which is responsible for the tides. In terms of human beings, hey, why don't we ask the Baduka that too? Right? Hmm. I think ancient peoples have the best knowledge Oh, greetings from Guanacaste, Juan Hundres. Yo, Juan, what's up? <laughs> right on. See, everybody, second season, we are going to be rolling. Because you know what? If you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, you can just punch in stuff like these people are doing. So, again, uh, holler at us during these two months. We ain't going nowhere. We're going to be right here getting our package together to step correct to the Badukas on September 22nd, right? Two months from tomorrow, everybody, fall equinox. I mean, just the energy, huh? Maybe we can even find, remember the picture of the two spheres that are uh, still submerged in the ground, but they line up with the sunrise? Maybe we can find that site. I'm sure we're gonna have to get permissions and whatnot, and go through the appropriate channels and protocols, but we're gonna do that. We're gonna, what's the saying? We're gonna dot all the, the I's and cross all the T's. We're gonna have everything in order, and we will be coming to you on the equinox. Hey, 
if even everybody turned us down, I will have my cell phone in the hotel room. <laughs> I will walk down to the parking lot. I will point the cell phone at the general direction. I mean, we'll be close, right? We'll stay at one of these hotels. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll point the cell phone at the general direction of where the archaeological site is. And I'll catch sunrise coming up over the apartment roof <laughs> if need be. Hey, <laughs> maybe even the manager will let me go up to the rooftop, right? Because we're right on the coast. Ooh, can you imagine catching sunrise coming up uh, right with the spheres? I hope that's what I can do. That's, that's my goal. Those of you listening in Costa Rica, if you want to join us, I'm going to put, on a, put in a full-on package. Uh, I'm going to talk to people that are familiar with the Baruca to see what they think would go well in approaching the Baruca, okay? And everything we can do to get our audience later in the day, ooh, I think, what, uh, Equinox was, what, 1, 8, 1 p.m. or something? Ooh, what if we can have our interview with the elders right during the time of spring equinox and tell the elders that? Ah, everything we can think. <laughs> On that note, ah, <laughs> pipe into us any ideas you have. Seriously. And those of you who live here in Costa Rica, if you want to join us on September the 22nd, right? Again, we will be arriving on September the 17th. We'll stay till the next day, right? September the 23rd. We are just going to hang out with the Baruca. All right, everybody, we're coming up on the one hour mark. I want to thank you for this whole first season of the Natural Physics Show. 12 episodes right on. You joined us on the third year wedding anniversary of uh, me with Tirza. It just doesn't get any better than that. So everybody, all right, tune in next Equinox. <laughs>